We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Hi, I'm Gary Roby. I am Victoria Laguna. And we're the hosts of Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. Join us as we argue about whether or not McGonagall would meow at Dumbledore. She wouldn't. As we ponder just how much Harry's fortune is worth. Just $40. As we guess how much mileage one gets out of an Ollivander wand. 100,000 jinxes. As we detail the ins and outs of Hogwarts Castle. He's only a model. Join us Monday through Friday, only from DuelingGenre.com. Mischief Managed. Dueling Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one council-filled minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today, we have our friend Catherine Brown. Hello. Hello. And today we'll be talking about Minute 98, which starts with Aragorn's eyes. We see a lot of his eyes. Aragorn's longing mm-hmm. look. Yeah. And ends <laughs> with Elrond saying Frodo. This uh, the first half of this minute is the rest of our conversation with Aragorn and Arwen, mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. back half of this minute is the very beginning of the Council of Elrond. Yeah, it's very neatly split, almost in the middle. It's yes. like thirty-three seconds in is when it changes. And it's very, mm-hmm. very stark difference in color palette. But it's yes. still got that haze over it. Yes, it does. That that kind of diffusion. Yeah, which that we I get have, in all the Elven yeah, places. I, mm-hmm. Now that it's been pointed out to me, I cannot unsee it. And yes. I mean, it's very evident in the the hazy blues and the like it's the moonlight. less evident than like the reds and yellows yeah but it's still kind of mm-hmm. there yeah like everything's kind of like brushly soft soft like, like softly brushed, brushed like... brushly, <laughs> brushly softened, soft <laughs> softly brushed you're confusing your adjective or your adverbs and your verbs <laughs> yes indeed Softed brushly. Um, I've never noticed how detailed uh, Aragorn's sleeves are yes. in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the detail where it goes from his shoulders all the way to his wrists yeah. and the, the arms of that With shirt. With the, the really cool embroidery mm-hmm. and it's like this metallic thread. Yeah. So it catches the light really cool. Um, but <laughs> it's that also really pretty like emerald green. Mm-hmm. We see them kiss. Yeah. Ever so softly. Yeah, so sweet. <laughs> I very very um uh, do you think that they've kissed before? I don't know. I the way that this scene is framed, I would lead me to think not. Yeah. Or if they have it's been very like not. They had like when they first met and first were getting to know each other, they had a lot of like quick flirty little kisses. I And this is like a this is a very serious moment. I have trouble mm-hmm. um picturing elves flirting. Um it's kind of like picturing Vulcans flirting and like yet, like the uh the opinion about how they first met she's very flirty at least in in her speech yeah well i mean the difference between elves in the book and elves in this movie um the elves are a lot more like jolly um they're they they act a lot more like tom bombadil almost like tom bombadil takes it to like 10 but the elves are at like 11. a solid like the elves are at like a solid like seven like the the elves that frodo encounters in um the old forest when they're still in the shire 
Um, they're very, uh, like in the movie, it's very somber and sad and they don't interact yeah. with them. But like in the book, like they invite them to dinner and they, you know, exchange news and elves are always singing. Yeah. Elves are always singing. Mm-hmm. And even though it's a little, it might be a little melancholic, but it's also very like jolly. Yeah. You know? And I think that that doesn't really translate. And I understand why, because if you want to take these like mortal be- beings kind of seriously, you you have to paint them more seriously. serious, mm-hmm. <laughs> like somber. Because the, they do a they go out of their way to make the elves feel like a part of the natural world, but not a part of the mortal world. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess mm-hmm. we. I guess she kind of flirts with him when she. It's like, what's this? A ranger caught off his guard. Like, <laughs> but that's like the the flirtiest that. I, you really see an elf, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would um, say so. And that's more of like she. Really, she likes sneaking up on him. That's more like gentle <laughs> ribbing. Like she's yeah. like teasing him. She's like, I bet you they have a game. It's like who can sneak up on the other one. Like <laughs> <laughs> thus far, Aragorn does not seem to be winning. I don't know. <laughs> he probably... He's in a. He's in his moody man like place. Like he's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just heavy size right constantly she's like god lighten up jeez <laughs> but yeah. i don't know like the way that they like she looks at him and then she like looks at his lips and it's very, stuff. it's very like, hesitant yeah it's very like mm-hmm. while they're familiar being around each other like in their sphere i don't think they're really comfortable like intimately and i mean like they're not married yet right. so like you know mm-hmm. they wouldn't have done you know the did but like <laughs> <laughs> but like i don't know like it's not really as far as like mythical like medieval like courtship like kissing is not really a thing that you would be yeah. doing like you mm-hmm. know like yeah. you know they should have like chaperones and whatever um I watched too much Regency era uh, stuff, but like, (laughs) (laughs) like courtship is more like courtship is not dating. Like courtship is getting to know each other and knowing whether or not you're compatible for marriage. And then like you kiss at the altar, like, or learning to be compatible for marriage in many cases. And like Mm -hmm. dating is like, I mean, it's various shades of like, you know, who like it's dictated by like the couple and what they're comfortable with. But like, I think that they have had like a 40 year long courtship instead of like been dating for 40 years, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like the way that this is, this is all put together. It definitely, the intention seems to be that this is the first kiss. Yeah. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're seeing their first kiss. Which is sweet. Yes. Yes. She gives him a gift that's representative of like her yeah. in her entirety. So mm-hmm. do you think that the scene in the appendices that is referenced where he um where he proposes to her basically in Lothlorien. Do you think that this is this supposed is to be that inspired scene? by that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So does like That's she what I was thinking watching this scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Because we've seen that he's wearing what is probably the Ring of Barry here. Yeah. Still. Mm-hmm. In uh when we see him pat the horse a, mm-hmm. a, a couple month of weeks ago, ago yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. So I think that that is pro- that is what this is supposed to mirror, and it gives her like a more active role right. in all of that. 
because he's just like I, I i can't take no yeah it's like what what is this and she's like, like it's, it's mine, mine again <laughs> to whom i will yeah like my heart and oh it's so sweet i love that um mm-hmm. and i but it's i don't know because they because they've known each other for so long like was he just not taking her seriously that like he doesn't want to he's so reluctant to like let her give up her immortal life yeah He's just like, no, I, I, you're asking me to kill you. In a roundabout way, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, that's how he feels about it. Yeah. God. Aragorn's just like, guilt. It's a little weird. Melodr- I have trouble looking at Arwen Aragorn's relationship in the movie and comparing it too closely to the relationship in the book because I think Aragorn himself mm-hmm. is a very different character in the book than he is in the movie. Um, mm hmm. Because in the book, I don't get that sense that he's like reluctant to take up his role as, um, you know, right? Chief no, of the Rangers, and that is... King of Gondor. So, right. That's definitely something that's magnified by the movie is that he doesn't want this. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there are things he's hesitant about in the book, but I mean, he obviously isn't hesitant about his legacy so much because in the book he carries around the shards of Marcel. Right. It's right. a constant reminder that. Like, of who he is, and like he even shows them the broken sword. Right, it's like, hey, check mm-hmm. out my sword. Like, <laughs> check out this useless he, hunk of he metal. He introduces <laughs> himself to them in Bree with the very famous and beautiful poem of Bilbo's that starts, you know, all that is gold does not glitter, and ends with the crownless again shall be king. Right. Which I yeah. was disappointed is not in Fellowship, but I am. Uh, I know they don't say it mollified by the fact that it shows up again in return of the king so yes i mean arguably that's where that poem fits kind of the belongs best. yes but it, but it also fits with like the idea of whether or not they can kind of trust strider right mm-hmm. at least the first part it of it. not all not all the glitter is gold not all those who wander are lost yeah but so, i think mm-hmm. because they wanted to drag out the can we trust him or not thing so long yeah. i think peter jackson wanted to play up the mystery of strider yeah. instead of just right. being like hey here's our action hero guy right because <laughs> someone who has no book context coming into this movie might be like well this guy might be might be a bad dude mm-hmm. we don't know anything about this mm-hmm. guy right someone coming in the book context is like oh hey it's Aragorn. yeah so like yeah <laughs> i know that i know that in the book because i mean we're also missing like there's a lot that happens in that 17 years and we keep harking back to it, but there's that big chunk Mm -hmm. of time that's missing where Aragorn's been like just hanging around Bree and like, you know, delivering mail for Gandalf and whatever. (laughs) Or like, or helping Gandalf scour the edge of the Misty Mountains for Gollum. Right, Gollum, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of that context and I think it's, I like that they play with the, like the dark, mysterious stranger trope in the movie. Yes. Um, and it, it like, it feels like they never fully commit to it though. I mean, they, they kind of do, but then he has to prove himself like immediately in Mm -hmm. like battle, you know, basically. Yeah. Like, and if he hasn't proved himself by the time they escape Bree, he definitely proves himself on Weathertop. Yes. So. Like my, uh, the only thing, the only issue I've ever had with like that whole casting him in that way is that it never feels like they fully commit one way or the other. They're still just kind of like 
walking a t- walking a walking one way a, or the other mm-hmm. to what like committing to whether or not like this guy is a friend immediately or oh. we can't trust this guy like they yeah. they never like commit one way or the other mm-hmm. in his introduction so it doesn't necessarily work the way it's intended to at least not to me huh. but maybe i just can't unmarry myself from knowing he's aragorn right and so i mean I like know. i don't know i don't have that uh, perspective either because i mm-hmm. read the books first too yes so it's like hey it's that guy uh <laughs> <laughs> like smoking a pipe in the corner of the prancing pony he must yeah. be aragorn oh, i wonder who that guy yeah. is curious sir and curious sir right um but i, I should maybe talk like... to my sister about that because i know she's seen the theatrical versions now that she's gotten past the hiding mm-hmm. in the bathroom thing um but she's never re- <laughs> she's never read the book so i should ask her if she remembers like what her first thoughts are were on meeting Strider and is like good guy bad guy what's going on? She probably yeah. won't, but I should have that conversation with her. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's interesting, like because I like that. I don't know. I think it kind of works for me um, mm-hmm. because it's almost like it's almost like a film noir thing, like the like the the man in the shadows. Like, can we trust him? It's like mm-hmm. we in two thirty a.m. in the prancing pony right. in the city that never sleeps. <laughs> the village that never sleeps. <laughs> oh man, wouldn't that be like Butterbur? And they though? walk in. Wouldn't that be Butterbur though <laughs> yes. instead of Aragorn? <laughs> yes. And they walked in. Four of them. Legs up to well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All hair and feet. <laughs> Um, but I like the the like the dubious allyship. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's a word, but I just mm-hmm. made it up. And the dubious nature of this yeah. relationship, and then you it kind of moves from that to like action hero macho man guy, and then it moves from that to like sensitive sensitive broody hero. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like that, even though he's only been in the movie for like what less than an hour at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we get a like a half hour. We get like a a well rounded uh, glimpse of all his different um, personas, very, and then very multifaceted. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it kind of flirts with the idea of him also taking on the mantle of like the like the literal mantle of king yeah. later right. on. So we learn silver crown. Pretty much everything that we need to know about Aragorn just in this short little time frame. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. very, I don't know, it works for me. It's very effective. I, I, it does. I love that we learn so much about him so quickly, and it works really well, like, learning about him. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we get, like, standoffish Ranger Aragorn. Right. We get Man of the, we get, like, the whole Man of the Wilds thing. Mm-hmm. We start to see some of his sensitivity when he's singing at night after, you know, hunting for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I like the, there's this, like, archetype of, like, the warrior poet. Yes. And Aragorn, mm-hmm. like, Fits that fits that archetype to a T, yes. and yes. I like that. In our like, like I like the duality of the warrior poet archetype too, yes. because you have this dude with like you know he just threw a torch into this monster's face, but also he's like you know singing elven love songs and like being yeah. proposed to by and his girlfriend, how to like people using yes. weeds, right? <laughs> yeah, <a> weed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just love Aragorn, I guess. <laughs> and Aragorn's great. Uh, I am well aware. <laughs> in my opinion, he's uh, he's the most fleshed out of the more complicated characters in this movie, mm-hmm. but he's not mm-hmm. the most complicated character in this movie. We're, we're going to meet our most complicated character tomorrow. 
yeah. learn no, more about our most we've complicated. We've already met our most complicated. Go oh yeah, we're gonna it, we're right? gonna we're gonna learn more about our most complicated character tomorrow. We're gonna yeah. get a little more of him. Um, uh, did you want to talk about the second half of this minute, like the council, or do you want to save that for tomorrow? Um, the uh, a quick thing about the way that this is sort of shot is some of the way they did uh, the lighting in the backgrounds around this is the the greens department tied red and yellow leaves into the tops of green trees that the lights were coming down through. Oh my god, of course they did. <laughs> so it helps it helps the lighting so they didn't so they had some to work with when they went in and touched it up digitally. They had yeah. some actual reds and yellows in the lighting to That's work awesome. with. That's awesome. I mean, cuz it mm-hmm. is supposed to be fall. It's like yeah. the end of October. It's just interesting that like, someone yeah. like tying leaves into actual living vibrant trees. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I need to make this tree look dead. Give me all those I I need a I need 4,000 red and yellow leaves, or however many they needed. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> that be up guy... Here on ladders, tying them in. That mm-hmm. guy hand-tied all those leaves to that the, the tree in Hobbiton, so he's like... Can you imagine, like, you finish that tree, and then you're like, hey, can you tie some more leaves onto these trees? And yeah. he's like, no! And then, like, um, <laughs> we, we continue to hear Enya a little bit through this minute in the first half, mm-hmm. and apparently mm-hmm. uh, that was Howard Shore's kind of doing. He really always thought Enya's voice in Rivendell made sense. And he really it wanted really that. Does. He it really does. He really wanted that. Like the the theme and the like her vocals are so yes. interconnected in this scene to me. Mm-hmm. Like it just yeah, like until Rivendell's not my favorite theme, but it's definitely up there. It until feels someone very points elvish. out that that's Yeah, it does. And until someone points out that that is Enya, like I'm just like, oh yeah, it's just some elf music. Like it just makes know. sense to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that I think always kind of knew it was Enya because I listened. So when I was at, when I was in elementary school, like the Orinoco Flow or whatever that song. Is. When I was when I was in elementary school and in like art class in elementary school, yeah, the art teacher played Enya all the time. Oh my god, constantly while we were like, it was just like listen to the music and paint what you feel to a bunch of like second graders. <laughs> that was like my my elementary school art classes. Yeah. Right. So Enya is just a part of your subconscious. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, that's Enya. I like Enya. I love Enya. Enya's great. <laughs> so yeah, that was like my formative years. I heard a lot of Enya. That makes okay. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. I mean, she comes back for the end credits yeah. song, yes. um, which is a long time away from now. May it be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, mm-hmm. I just love. I like the the very lyrical music cue. Because yes. um, it's very soft and romantic, but it's also kind of sad at the same time. Yeah. Um, there's just I don't know. There's just something about her voice. It's really haunting. Um, there is there is a little thing from the second half of this minute I wanted to mention because we don't get another good look at it or like that same reaction again during the Council of Elrond. Mm-hmm. But the sort of half relieved, half uh, pained look of Frodo when he sits back down after setting the ring on the pedestal. That's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That's tomorrow. Oh, you're right. It is. I'm just thinking about Frodo the Ring. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. No, this this half is um, Elrond. It's just Elrond, Elrond talking. Elrond's prelude. Which ever since Zach to- was uh, talking about uh, enunciation, I can't unhear all the very sharp consonant noises. Mm-hmm. I'm now like v- hyper aware of them. <laughs> uh, in never, a way, I was not before. Yeah, I've never actually. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I think I've noticed it before, but I don't think we've talked about the weird little knots in his hair. Oh yeah. Have you? His hair loopies. Yeah. His, <laughs> they it's are like weird. This, 
this like Celtic knot or something in yeah. his two little like they're not bangs because they're as long as the rest of his hair. Yeah, but... he has like uh like braids at the front of his hair that come down behind his ears and then down in front. Right? Mm-hmm. Or like down in front of his no, ears. No, no, it's loose. And then there's like these two little tendrils that drape around his cheekbones and yeah. then they're knotted and then they keep going. I think that that's probably just all to like try to frame his face sharper. Yeah. Which, not like it's hard. It's not like it like, needs to be. <laughs> his face is all sharp angles, but it's like a mountain. I don't know. I've never noticed. I've ne- well, I mean, I've noticed that detail before, but I've just like been curious. Like, have you thought about it? I just think about. I, all I, hair I just thoroughly. assume. I just assume that that's like to frame his face more. Yeah, but why is it knotted? I don't know. I think that it's makes cool. it more visually some interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, it does, there's, but I'm just like, why? Tell there's, me there's, yeah, there's lines and curves and everything that elves do, so, like, they knot their hair. Like, Legolas's hair, the way it's braided, is very artistic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think over the course of this movie, I should, like, keep note of, like, elvish hairstyles. <laughs> like, regional <laughs> regional elvish hair. Like, Legolas is more braidy, and Elrond's is, like, loose and, like, tied at the top like the almost the crown of his head yeah um and then with the tendrils in front of his face and arwen kind of like just wears her hair loose i don't know maybe i like elves you guys maybe uh maybe (laughs) leave me alone mirkwood elves maybe because they're more active yes like their hair tied more yeah that that makes sense actually because it's away Mm -hmm. from the like out of their eyes yeah it's it's braided so it's less likely to get tangled up in some branches yeah Mm-hmm. The elves also stays out of their way while they're fighting. About. Right. Because the Merkwood elves the have Merkwood to deal with all those crazy spiders. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also, I think it makes sense for Legolas as an archer because, like... If Keep you, it out of the way in the yeah, wind. Have you, you have to... Well, no, not even in the mm-hmm. wind. Like, have you ever done archery before? Like, yeah. you're supposed to tie your hair back because getting your hair stuck on the, the bowstring and then letting it fly, like, but that pull would Pull some hurt. hair out, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Um... But I think that about wraps up this minute. We can talk more about the council and everything tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I think I have. Some, I think I just have some notes that get me ahead of myself because of the few second difference between the copy, the digital yeah. copy we have, and what the DVDs are. No worries. So uh, we're from the website duelinggenre.com. You can check out our other minute uh, movies by minute uh, podcasts: uh, Back to the Future Minute and Harry Potter Minute, uh, and. Thank you again, Catherine, for joining us. And special thanks to uh, Patreon associate producer Leaper182. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.